What is up, everyone? My name is Brandon First, aka First Report, representing the ESBC Podcast Network. It is Friday, August 14th, 2020, and it's time for your weekly Padres briefing. Uh, it's been seven days since we last gave you one of these, obviously, and the last time we talked to you, the Padres were getting ready to head on a um, very important three-game series with the Diamondbacks and a more, even more important four-game series with the Dodgers. And all things considered, it went well. Now, unfortunately, where we sit right now, the last two games for the Padres have been the low point of the season, no doubt about it, after losing 6-0 to two, uh, six nothing on Wednesday and getting absolutely destroyed on uh, Thursday, losing 11-2, to two, giving three home runs to Mookie Betts. Uh, just a real tough day at the office for Padre fans. But overall, you split with the Dodgers, um, and, you, and you win your series with the Diamondbacks. If you would have told us that last week, we would have gladly taken it. But like I said, the last two games have left a bitter taste in our mouth. But we move on to, you know, what went well. And it was early on in the Dodgers series. Uh, very, very important. Now, getting the win in the series against the Diamondbacks, it was awesome. It was great. Um, it's what needs to be done. But it's exactly that. It's what needs to be done. Um, you need to beat the Diamondbacks. And they've done that. Great for the Padres. But... Why the Dodgers series was so much more important, obviously, you're fighting for them for division supremacy. Um, they are the top dogs, so you need to uh, go after them. And I know the Rockies are uh, in first place. But when you win as many division titles in a row as the Dodgers have, they have to be considered the top dog um, as long as they're within shouting distance of the division. And that's exactly where they are. But for the Padres, they... Got the job done. Like I said, game one, Monday night, uh, we looked at that bullpen going out, getting the job done, winning two to one. A wonderful job. Uh, Perdomo, who really had a rough, rough series for the Dodgers, only coming in and pitching as little as he did. Um, obviously gave up the first run in the first inning on Monday, and it looked like it was going to be a rough bullpen day on Monday. The rest of the bullpen was absolutely lights out. They win two to one. And then obviously Tuesday, the Padres break out the big bats uh thanks to Manny Machado going yard doing some uh uh going hitting a grand slam that was awesome they win six to two Padres feeling great uh and then lose the next two you would have taken a split as I said um unfortunately it's not looked good the good news is for the Padres is twofold look you're getting ready to go in tonight um and the weekend to take on the Arizona Diamondbacks and then after that you're taking on uh, a Texas team that a home and away four-game series, two games in Texas on Monday and Tuesday, and two games back here at Petco on uh, Wednesday, Thursday. That will be interesting. Texas has been struggling swinging the bat, so let's see if the Padres' offense, uh, defense, I'm sorry, Padres' pitching staff can keep them at bay. But with um, the good news part, obviously you're playing the Diamondbacks. You've The Padres have had success against them. Um, and then the other part is, look, you only have three more games out of the next, what, 40 um, against the Dodgers. So while you obviously want to win the division, um, it's probably not going to happen. Probably going to be trying to aim for second place or that wild card. Um, the Padres have are in a real good spot if they can just kind of stay above 500. If you stay above 500, you're going to win. Uh, you're going to make the playoffs one way or another. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But this is now a point in the season where you get three games on the road against Arizona, and then uh, two games against Texas. This is the first multi-trip uh, 
multi road or multi city road trip, excuse me. Um, the Padres have been on. They obviously went to Coors Field earlier in the year, but that was just it. They just went to Coors and then came back to San Diego. So this was LA, which isn't a huge switch, but obviously now you go to Arizona and then they will go to Texas. Um, and then that big four game series with Texas. These are the teams that you have to beat if you want to win, uh, if you want to make the um, postseason. And two things to just point out couple weeks ago a very highly highly critical of this bullpen they completely turned it around um for the most part i do have to take my hat off to jace tingler he has not um felt beholden to kirby yates and um just given him the ball in any situation obviously drew pomerance has been the best arm out of that bullpen from opening day to to where we are right now um and he's writing the now closer Drew Pomerantz. So good for Kirby, or I'm sorry, good for Jace Tingler, um, not kind of being beholden. And hopefully Kirby can understand that, hey, you know what? If I got to be an eighth inning guy again, that's fine. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, and another shout out is Jake Cronenworth. Absolutely incredible energy he's bringing to the team. It's, it's really exciting. It's really fun to watch to see him go from a player that was kind of a, a who knows kind of prospect um, not who knows prospect. A lot was thought of him. But at the end of the day, prospects are all who knows, you know. And he has come on swinging the bat very well, um, a, a high slugging percentage, you know, driving the ball, line drives, and um, the, the glove everywhere that you put him. He hadn't played first base in, since double A until last week and went out there looking like he could probably win the gold glove at first base, goes out there, uh, gets the job done at second base. Um, and he's a natural born shortstop. Luckily for the Padres, they don't really have to worry about that. Um, knock on wood, um, because that's Fernando Tatis, who after winning National League Player of the Week last week, has slowed down, hasn't homered since. But look, that's to be expected. He got hot. Um, he's not sneaking up on anybody anymore. He's Everybody wants to get this guy out. I don't think Manny Machado is the main man in this lineup anymore um, when it comes to opponents' scouting reports. So very, very interesting to see that. Um, but look, Fernando Tatis, he's going to hit 280, 290. Not going to hit 330 and hit 30 bombs with, you know, 65 RBIs this or 75, 80 RBIs. It's probably not going to happen. We just need to pump our brakes. Um, if he hits 280 with 15 to 20, 20 home runs and plays – Really good defense at shortstop. I think the Padres are in great shape. Um, and one last thing I will say about Tatis Jr. has been his ability in the first 20 or so games to successfully get that ball over to first base um, accurately. Um, and obviously very quickly, he's got an absolute hose. But it, the accuracy last year was a worry. So Padres, get rolling tonight against Arizona. Uh, that will be at 640 Pacific time. Um, in Chase Field, I believe. I, I always call it Bank One Ballpark. The Bob, if you will. Um, but Nelson Lamette gets the ball. He's been the best pitcher, uh, best starter for the Padres by far. Let's see if he can keep that going. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll talk to you on Sunday. That's when we dive deeper into uh, the Padres. We'll know the uh, situation of the Diamondback series. And we'll dive deeper into the Rangers um, with myself and Brianna Winter on our Southern California betting podcast and then we also have the mlb betting podcast that we dive um into the league so check those both out and head to ecosystemsbusinessconcierge.com or anywhere you're listening to this podcast or watching this um you will find a link to get you to where you need to go so thank you again so much for listening 
Uh, my name is Brandon First, aka First Report, representing the ESBC Podcast Network. Have a great day. Now go wash your hands and don't hate.